0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Party Outcast podcast, The Pop. I'm your host, Matthew Rauschert. I'm running for state representative in the new 71st district, and I'm going to... Put some thoughts into audio for everybody today and release it under the title of a podcast just so it's out there for the record and you guys can get to know a little bit more about me, where I'm coming from, and what I'd like to accomplish through this election. So I grew up in a tight-knit, loving family in Bushnell, just outside of Macomb, and I was incredibly fortunate to have great role models in my father and mother. My dad is a leader, an entrepreneur, and an innovator. Our family business is manufacturing, so instead of growing up around combines and sprayers and uh, PTOs and three-point attachments, I grew up around laser cutters, press brakes, and swedgers. My mother is an EMT, and she has her own craft business and also serves on the Western Illinois University Board. My mom is highly creative and has a great moral compass that she passed on to me. They raised me with conservative Christian values, and I live those values today. I grew up in church, but truly began my walk at 19. I am married to an incredible lady, Emma. She helps with the elderly, volunteers, is enrolled in college, and tolerates me in her free time, so she's a very busy lady. We don't have any kids yet, but we have plenty of dogs in the meantime to make up for it. To be exact, we have four dogs, a pig, some chickens, two cats, and I think Emma ordered some ducks and turkeys for the spring. In my professional life, I've been fortunate to try my hands and get comfortable with quite a few things. I'm a hands-on learner, I'm ambitious to learn, and I'm very driven to explore. And that has led me through many skills, trades, and roles in the past few years. I'm proficient with engineering CAD and CAM software. I'm comfortable using audio, video, and graphic design software. And in the past six months, while running my campaign, I've developed software for political campaigns in a few different states. So essentially, I'm a nerd, and I love working. I'm a workaholic. I outsource nothing that my campaign does. I'm a big fan of um, keeping things internal, and I'm not a big fan of spending my political campaign investors' money on political firms and consultants that are a fifth as competent and ten times more expensive than their private sector equivalents. And I know this because I've been in the private sector, and from building our campaign website and designing our flyers, we can only stay competitive if we do it all ourselves. So we're glad to do it. And I tell you all this so that you can catch errors and suggest edits and suggest changes to anything you see on our campaign, flyers, website, anything like that, because I want you to be proud of what's in our campaign because soon it's the campaign that's gonna go up against the opposition and it's gonna win and I want you to be proud of every aspect of it. I also have a deep passion for working with tools. My wife might tell you that I have a machine and tool addiction, and she might be right. I love wood cutting, um, cutting timber, woodworking, construction. I've spent hundreds of hours, probably thousands of hours actually, laying block and tuck pointing and hanging drywall, and like every man and woman listening to this that has sanded drywall, I know that the masks, the tyrant stuck on our kids do not work. Um, If they can't stop drywall, something that you can see in the air, then they cannot stop a microscopic airborne illness. So I encourage anyone who hasn't already sanded drywall with one of those cheap handout in Walmart, wear alone in your car. If you're a leftist who watches CNN masks, um, I encourage you to dry, uh, sand some drywall with one of those and see how you feel about it afterwards. And you know, I'm not kidding. I think we should even try to get J.B. Pritzker to sand some drywall with a disposable mask. I think it would both educate him on the ineffectiveness of the mask and maybe he would lose some of the weight while he's at it doing some physical labor. I mean, come on. The guy's a a walking comorbidity and he could both learn a lot and uh, become a little bit healthier from sanding some drywall. I am joking around, but I shouldn't be. This is not a time for jokes. 120,000 people left our state last year. Crime, taxes, corruption, CRT in our schools, big tech, censorship, the CCP, election fraud, a decaying economy, rising gas prices, crushing income taxes. We are in the fourth quarter of a battle to save our state and save our nation. Our world history is a story of oppression, dictatorship, and consolidated power. America is an exception. It's an anomaly. Liberty, freedom, and our republic is God's greatest gift to this earth. And as we all know, freedom is not free. Never would I have imagined that in my lifetime I would see a Western democracy mobilize laws designed to fight terrorism against their own people in order to make them comply with a vaccine that was rushed through clinical trials to fight a virus that kills less people than obesity and drugs. I mean, look at what is going on in America. Look at what is going on in Canada. If we don't wake up, what is going on in Canada will come to America. And the people listening to this, you're probably awake. And our nation and state at large, they're waking up. But bear in mind, I said I didn't think I would see that in my lifetime. And I am only 22 years old. The portion of my generation that is awake, they're scared. And when looking 10 to 20 years out and thinking about the state that you, your grandkids, your kids will inherit, some of you might be scared. And if we learned anything from this pandemic, it is that the left is going to test their agenda first in Illinois. We are in the California of the Midwest they should call it the Socialist Union of Illinois. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, lockdowns, gas taxes. We are in the most important election year in our history. If the conservative movement can't win now with everything that's going on, then we will never be able to win at all. There is a political war in America and it's for our liberties and it's for our way of life but do not fear. Do not fear. We are still a free people that only fear the Lord, our God, Jesus Christ, our savior. This is my government and this is your government and we are going to take it back. But to take our government back, we need to take our party back. The Republican party of Illinois is incompetent and it is weak. You know we have an incompetent party when our leadership thinks a Democratic pro-choice mayor is the best Republican that we have for governor. Incompetence. The best Republican we have for governor happens to be a Democrat. That's how you know our party's incompetent. And you know our party is weak when there is only a handful of reps and senators that stand up to it or stand up for anything at all. When the mask mandates were at their peak We only had a handful of senators and state reps that stood up to it. And the rest, they said, comply. Wear your effing mask, to quote, from a few. I am running to bring in a new era of our party in this area. We are going to build an efficient and effective party that has the fortitude to fight for freedom, values, and common sense. And it is that simple. We don't need to send geniuses to Springfield and DC to solve our problems. Our leaders need to love freedom. They need to share our values of family and faith, and they need some common sense. And that's what I want to talk about before I'm done with this common sense, because it is not all that common as we know. Taxes. We need to lower income taxes and eliminate the gas tax. It's common sense. The Republicans that voted for the gas tax need to be ostracized from our party and run out of their seats because that is common sense. We elected you to not raise taxes, but there are many Republicans who voted for the gas tax and the income taxes. It's common sense, folks. Education. Parents are the primary stakeholder in their children's education, and our legal system needs to reflect that. A parent going to a school board meeting to display rightful and righteous outrage is not a terrorist. They're a parent who deserves answers and deserves accountability from their school district and from their government. And that is common sense. Masks should have never touched our children and a vaccine mandate should never touch our children. It's common sense. Corruption. If we're going to be the party that fixes corruption, then we need to fix our party's corruption. If a county clerk claims to be a Republican and knowingly accepts money from Mark Zuckerberg's organizations to run our elections, they need to be ostracized from our party to never return because it is common sense. If a state representative who is receiving a primary challenger decides to call the state liquor commissioner to cancel the event of their opponent, hoping that there is something wrong with the legality of their event, they need to be ostracized from the political scene they need to be removed that is corruption if i have ever seen it leveraging your position and your networking to remove the ability to assemble from another candidate is corrupt and it is wrong and i've experienced it from republican representatives they've tried to cancel our events luckily we are, uh we play things by the book here nothing's uh, against the law about what we're doing so good luck and that is common sense folks We need to stop talking about term limits to get elected and start honoring term limits once elected. If you promise as a representative that you're only going to serve three terms because you believe in term limits, then you need to honor that. Don't run for a fourth term. That's common sense. And when someone commits to radio that they're only going to serve three terms and we know about it, we need to make them keep their promise because that's common sense. Lead by example. Keep your word. It's common sense. So if you want somebody who will stand up, even when it's not politically advantageous, if you want someone who will never take money from the left, if you want a representative that'll pick up their phone, I will be that, and I will fight for you. I will spend my youth so that our children and grandchildren have a chance to enjoy theirs in a state worth living in. The people that God has placed around me And the networking that we have collected, the knowledge that we have, and the resources that we have access to can move the needle in Illinois. And that is something that has not happened in a long time. What is going on in Springfield? That is just a component of the work that is going to be done if you elect me as your state representative. And if you trust me with your vote and invest in our shared future, I will not disappoint you. God bless.